You're listening to the official South Bay Church podcast. For more about us, please visit southbaychurch.us. All right, guys, that was amazing. Uh, Great job, worship team. And uh, we have some great gifted singers and musicians in our ministry. And uh, it's awesome to to sing together. We'll post that video for you as well so you can watch it again and again, as Marshall and I have been doing. But uh, it's great to be together. We're going to be looking at uh, 1 Peter 1, uh, picking up where Dave Atkins left off uh, last week, if you want to go and be turning there. Uh, Where I am right now is the back uh, the porch on the back of our living room. Uh, we have a house that has an upstairs living room. So that's where I am. We thought it would be a good idea to get a little bit of fresh air and uh, sunshine. This is our uh, fourth Sunday uh, streaming our service here from the Craig family home. And uh, so we thought it would be nice to, to get outdoors a little bit. Uh, however, it's a little bit more chilly than I anticipated. So I went and got a coat during that uh, video. But I hope you're doing well. How are you guys in your household? Um, You know, everybody has their their unique situation, their unique challenges. A lot of uh, us in in South Bay Church um, uh, have been able to stay working. Uh, Others are not able to work, and and so there's uh, difficulties that come along with that. I'll share a little bit about kind of what's been going on in our our household. Um, You know, when this first started, uh, just personally, um, I thought, you know, I, I remember kind of the that that Friday the kids didn't know are they going to be uh, not coming back to school on Monday or are they going to come back to school on Monday and not really knowing. And, um, you know, at first there was kind of, we just didn't know what was going to happen. And there was almost an excitement to it, like a snow day, you know, like we're going to all be together. And I had this vision of uh, being together and watching movies and uh, uh, playing games with the family and um, getting a whole bunch of stuff done around the house. And uh, that has not been how it's turned out. Um, I've actually, somehow I've been working more than normal. Um, just have had more to do because of everything being online. Um, so I've been busy. And then Dessa got sick uh, on our anniversary, which was March 20th. She went into quarantine. And uh, she uh, was sick for a while, but she's doing much better. And uh, she was able to officially re-enter Craig Family Society on Friday, uh, two weeks later. Uh, so that was exciting, and um, I moved back into our bedroom. Uh, she was asking me about my beard if I was going to keep it. You know, this was the idea was this was a kind of a quarantine beard, and I would just let it grow, um, however long we were in quarantine. But uh, I might end up with the the Jim Carrey look uh, if I do that. Um, can you show that slide, Marshall? I might end up with this look. Um, and uh, so Dessa's not a big fan of that look. And if I keep going, I'd go for the full Dave Letterman. But uh, I don't think uh, Dessa's too too much of a fan of that. So I'll probably not let that go. But uh, whatever your uh, situation is, whatever your struggle is, um, you know, w- when you see what's going on with the, the nurses and the doctors in New York City or where you see people are losing their lives or uh, just the, the staggering... Um, you know, toll that this uh, disease is taking on our country. Um, it's overwhelming, and, and sometimes you almost feel guilty for, for um, 
you know, the struggle that you have that's not like that. You know, your struggle might be just trying to homeschool your second grader and, you know, or just trying to get along with your family. But every struggle is a real struggle. And so that's where I think we need each other. We need the community of faith. And uh, that's why, why the connections that we have to God, most importantly, and to each other are so, so important. Um, and uh, I, I'm so encouraged by the way our Bible talks, our, our small group uh, gatherings have, have continued to, to meet over Zoom or other technologies and, and grow closer. And whatever struggle you're going through, I encourage you to, to let other people in with whatever's going on in your life and in your family and in your household. And uh, let's share those things with each other. What, what we really want uh, in our small groups uh, is to, to know others and to be known ourselves and to, to be able to connect. So that's why today, um, as soon as this stream is ending, we're, we're kind of sending everybody off to their, their Bible talk gatherings for communion. And so we're going to do communion today together as our small groups. So if you aren't connected to a small group, uh, please go ahead and comment on uh, the YouTube channel and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll make a connection with you. Uh, we can invite you to our gathering after this or, or we'll make sure you get connected into a Zoom uh, Bible talk uh, for communion. But as I mentioned, we're going to look at 1 Peter uh, chapter 1. Uh, we're uh, continuing a series called Greater Worth Than Gold that uh, Dave Atkins uh, kicked off for us looking at 1 Peter last week. We're going to kind of finish out the rest of 1 Peter uh, today. Just a few verses, just uh, two thoughts. Um, we're going to be talking today about uh, number one will be obedience and love, and number two will be uh, born again imperishable. So if you uh, look at uh, 1 Peter again, is just to remind you what uh, Dave talked to us about last week, um, 1 Peter is a, a circular letter, meaning Peter wrote this letter to a, a group of churches and then saying, uh, share this letter and then send it on to the next church and send it on to the next church. So it's kind of a general uh, message to all of us um, that we can share, not unlike the way that we are sharing right now great positive things over Facebook or over YouTube, you know, encouraging lessons, encouraging scriptures. Peter was a letter like that during a time of uncertainty and during a time of struggle, uh, the, the early Christians were being persecuted for their faith. Um, there, there was, uh, uh, you know, as Dave mentioned last week, uncertain times and a lot of things that we can relate to now in our current situation. And uh, so the title of the lesson today is A Faith That Is Imperishable. Imperishable. Uh, and, uh, you know, we, we want to talk about what can make our faith, what makes us imperishable. And in, in the passage that Dave read last week, uh, Peter talks about gold and how gold is refined by fire. And uh, to, to purify gold, it has to go through that process of refinement uh, where it's heated up uh, to a very, very high temperature where all the impurities are are uh, are kind of boiled out of it, and then you rem you remain with just the the pure pure gold. And uh, Peter says that's what our faith is like. Even these trials, even these difficulties we go through, uh, our faith can be refined. And uh, today we're going to look at how uh, we we are able to have a faith that cannot be uh, taken away from us. That nothing can cause us to lose. That no one no one can take from us, and and nothing can destroy a faith that is imperishable. Uh, so let's look at uh, 1 Peter 1, verse 22. It says, Now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth so that you have sincere love for each other, love one another deeply from the heart. 
And as I mentioned, the first point is obedience and love. Obedience and love. He says you've purified yourself by obeying the truth. So you have sincere love for each other. You know, obedience is a really important part of our faith. Obedience is a really important part of what it means to be a Christian, what it means to be a follower of Christ. Um, you know, it's th- this passage there, you've, you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth. That's, um, you know, if you, you could obviously take that out of context and say your faith totally depends on you. And obviously that's not right. It's God and His grace. But I think we live in a context where Christian churches as a whole, in our country at least, have uh, have kind of over uh, overemphasized God's part in a way sometimes and un- underemphasized our part. Meaning that uh, I think in response to uh, such a traditional um, kind of a works-oriented place the church got, Protestantism, American Protestantism in, in particular, uh, is always saying, you know, there's nothing you can do. It's, it's, it's only God and His power and His grace. And, and it kind of like, it doesn't matter what I do. Uh, and, and, and this has become systematized with Calvinism, um, this idea that we are totally depraved and there's nothing that we could do uh, in response to God's grace. And that's just not true. I mean, you look even at this passage uh, that, that we obey the truth and that gives us a purified life. Now, now again, it's God's grace. It's Jesus on the cross dying for our sins. Um, it's Him doing all of the heavy lifting, but we have to have a response to that grace. And our response is obedience. Our response is repentance. Our response is going, okay, God, my life is going to be different now because of your great love, because of what Jesus has done for me. And obedience, uh, Peter uh, qualifies it or quantifies this or or uh, uh, relates this to love. Love really equals Christian obedience. The way that we obey Christ is through loving. Um, you know, Jesus said all the law and the prophets are summed up by the command to love one another. Um, Paul said we fulfill the law of Christ by loving one another. And, and Peter specifically says love one another deeply from the heart. And I think now is a time in this context that we're in that we can take our love deeper. Our love is going to be tested. You know, living with uh, people in, a, in close quarters, if you have roommates or a family uh, for three weeks straight now, your love has probably been tested a little bit. And uh, I'm really proud of our household. I'm really proud of our kids. There have, have not been fights. Uh, we've been getting along. You know, there's moments where some of us are a little bit tested. Um, Really, really, uh, you know, our, our kids have, have, have sacrificed, you know, the, my, my daughter had a couple of the biggest soccer tournaments of the year. One was supposed to be happening this weekend. The other was supposed to be a couple weeks, weekends ago. We were going to go to Las Vegas and, you know, th- that's not happening now. And my son's a senior, so there's a lot of implications for that. And he was on the track team and in band. And so there was all these events that were supposed to happen. And, and uh, so much is up in the air. Um, so they, you know, and, and then they're having to do school online and their teachers are giving them a lot to do. And um, my son has a big paper due tonight and he's been doing all this work for the church. So please pray for him that, that God will help him get his paper done by tonight. But they, they've been tested, but they're getting along well with each other. I'm really proud of them. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it's been, a, it's been great, uh, being at home, but, but, uh, you know, it, it does test your love. It does test your, uh, your relationship a little bit. And, uh, you know, I, I want to give you the same charge to love deeply from the heart, not a surface love, 
but a deep love. If you think about uh, that passage in 1 Corinthians 13 where Paul says love is patient, love is kind, it doesn't envy, it doesn't boast, it's not proud, it's not rude, it's not self-seeking, it's not easily angered. Uh, those, are, those are deep qualities of love. That's not just the surface um, virtues that you can just kind of behave your way through. It's, it, those come from the heart. And uh, so ask yourself, how, how are those things going in your household or in your context? I think as well with our, our, our relationships with other uh, Christians, you know, now is a great time to love each other deeply from the heart. What could that mean every day if you ask yourself, how can I show love today? How can I love deeply today? It might be a phone call, it might be a text, it might be a reach out over social media. Uh, it might be a, a drive-by a discipling time. You know, we've had a few of those um, uh, Calvin Johnson came by yesterday with uh, some goodies for our family and uh, it was just super encouraging to see his face and to get to connect with him uh, you know from a distance there as he drove drove by our house and brought some stuff for us and we were just super encouraged by Calvin and Elaine and um, last week uh, Sean and Lisa Payne went for a jog and so they said hey we're by our, your house and, and we stepped out on our porch and had a nice chat with them and um, obviously, there's FaceTime and Zoom and other ways that we can connect with each other. Um, our Bible Talk has had a, a kind of a daily correspondence going. I think I mentioned this last week uh, where we're talking to one another and sharing with one another. And, um, you know, the Acts 2 says that we share, uh, the, the, the early church shared whatever possessions they had. And in our case, we've even been uh, sharing toilet paper with one another. Um, but, um, I want to show you this uh, this picture. This is uh, uh, Rachel Johnson, who's in our Bible talk, went to the uh, the store and she had extra eggs, so she put it out there to our group. Who needs some eggs? And and uh, we needed some eggs actually at the moment. So Marshall stopped by and uh, got some eggs. I thought that was a funny picture there of uh, Alex and Marshall uh, having social distancing, but Marshall picked up the eggs. But but figure out how, uh, how you can connect as a Bible talk and love one another deeply from the heart uh, during even this time. I want to uh, continue reading here. The second thing is born again imperishable. Born again imperishable. Peter writes in verse 23, For you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and enduring word of God. For all people are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. You know, uh, Peter says to the, the Christians that he's writing to, You have been born again, not of imperishable seed, not, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable seed. Um, what does it mean to be born again? Um, that, that's not just some religious weird term. If you're uh, new to, the, to our fellowship or if you're uh, streaming and watching online, that, that can be a term. Uh, that born-again Christian has kind of gotten a bad rap. Um, but, but this is something, it's a scriptural uh, concept of being made new, getting a fresh start. And the Bible teaches that we are born of water and the Spirit in, in John 3. Um, Romans 6 explains it as when we uh, are baptized we die to our old self we're buried with Christ in baptism and we're raised to a new life 
And so it's like having a, a brand new self. Uh, you take off the old self, you put on the new self. There's so many passages in the New Testament that talk about this concept of a new start, of a new identity in Christ. And we're clothed with Christ in baptism, the Bible says. Uh, and so I encourage you to, to, to learn more about that. If you haven't had that experience, if you haven't died to your old life, made Jesus Lord of your life, and, uh, and, and had your sins forgiven and, and started over, uh, we really would love to even remotely be able to help you learn how to do that, help you learn what does it mean to become a Christian and how do I get my sins forgiven and how can I start over and how can I be born again. We would love to study with you even over Zoom or uh, uh, some of these other tools that, uh, that we can use. Um, so just comment on the YouTube channel if you'd like to, to be in a in a, a personal Bible study or connect with some of the other uh, Christians from our church. You know, for the Christians, now is a great time to be reaching out to people. Uh, people are thinking about uh, their identity. They're thinking about what really matters. They're thinking about uh, the, the future and, and, and their own mortality. Uh, and uh, so now is a great time for, to help people to be born again and help people uh, be able to, to, to experience this new life and this new birth in, in, in Christ. Um, we got a text this morning from Mufid and Jesse, um, who are our leaders in one of our churches in, in the Middle East, uh, and they had their first uh, quarantine baptism um, uh, of a teenager. And uh, there was a, a photo that they sent uh, to Steve, you know, with masks and gloves and baptizing the teenager. And uh, this is a, a, a strange time that we're in, but it's a time where, where people still need the Lord. And... Uh, I want, want to encourage you that now is the time if you haven't been born again. Um, and, and he says that this gives us this life now that is imperishable. And it's in contrast to the power and uh, authority and, and wealth of the world. Uh, you know, think about Roman society and, and, and the world that the, new Christian, the young Christians lived in that Peter was writing to, the early Christians. Uh, you know, Rome had... had was was a society that really valued power, that really valued wealth, uh, that really looked up to uh, the elite uh, in society, much like our our uh, world does today in America. And and uh, Peter quotes this passage from uh, Isaiah forty, saying, "All people are like uh, like uh, it lasts; it doesn't." And yet, uh, in Christ, we can have a, a, a faith and a life and a meaning that endures forever that is absolutely imperishable you know we uh we stocked our our shelves pretty early in this crisis and you probably did as well um and you might have seen some of the uh uh online uh pictures of people who were filling their entire cart with with milk uh, you know with uh and and it's kind of like don't they realize milk is imp- milk is not imperishable <laughs> milk perishes and it only lasts for a little while uh, and so we know the difference uh, in our own shelves and in our own refrigerators for what is imperishable and what is perishable. And sometimes I might uh, eat eat something when it's past the best buy date. And we have a kind of ongoing uh, joke in our family about um, you know who will eat what when it's how old it is. But uh, but we've been we we have a, a faith and we have a, a hope that uh, it says earlier in 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 this chapter that cannot perish, spoil, or fade that's kept in heaven for us. And Dave did a great job reminding us of that last week. 
that in Christ we have a faith that is imperishable. Nothing can take it from you. Times like this really show that, right? Times like this, uh, crises that we go through, financial hardship, um, the, the, the health crisis that we're in as a country, uh, they really show what really matters. Um, th- this is a significant time. History books will be written about this time that we're in right now. And when, when we look back uh, later in life, you know, what will it say about our faith? What will it say about our hope in God? Um, you know, when you think about eternal life, uh, eternal life is, is not so much, uh, if you do a study uh, of the concept of eternal life in, in the New Testament, it's not just a a matter of quality or quantity. Sometimes we think of eternal life meaning just it's going to go forever. And certainly that is part of it. But really the, the meaning of eternal life is a qualitative uh, definer. It's that our life has an imperishable aspect to it. That nothing can, can, can uh, destroy this new life. When we're born again in Christ, nothing can destroy. It's an eternal life. It has this quality uh, that has so much more value than the the world around us. Um, and just as a kind of understanding of this different sense of value, I want to show you this photo. Uh, this is from uh, a second grader in uh, in New York City, and he sends this letter. He says, "Here is nine dollars. I got all of this money by selling comic books." I hope everything is going all right with your coronavirus patients. I want to help raise money for the coronavirus needs. I'm a second grader student, uh, and I can't read the rest. But, uh, you know, this was sent to this hospital in New York by a second grade boy, this $9. Now, that $9, I don't know about you, but it has a lot more value from that little boy than just your average $9, doesn't it? If you were to find nine dollars on the street, or that that doesn't uh, it doesn't compare with that value. That that value, the actual value, is so much more for that boy, isn't it? Uh, because of his heart, because of his desire to want to help, and that's what that's what the, the you know our life can can have a, a, a multiplied meaning because it's for something that's real and it's something that is eternal. Uh, as I mentioned, now's the time to, uh, to show our love, to love deeply from the heart. Now's the time to be born again if you haven't made that decision to follow Christ. And, uh, uh, and now's the time to, to share that faith that we have with others. Next week is Easter, and uh, we're going to have a great Easter service uh, broadcast over uh, our YouTube channel. And uh, we'll make sure we start on time next week. But I want to ask you to invite friends. Just share that link, southbaychurch.youtube. I mean, uh, youtube.com slash southbaychurch. So I got to get that right. Uh, But um, we're going to, as I mentioned, we're going to have communion by our Bible talks today. Uh, We're going to have an offering talk from Owen and Ramona Thomas here in just a minute. But before we do that, uh, my lovely daughter Cora is going to share a song called You Are My Everything. And uh, the lyrics to this song really talk about how a relationship with God uh, can have this greater worth than gold value that we're talking about, that it's everything, it means everything to us, uh, the kind of faith that we can have, a faith that is imperishable. So let's turn it over to Cora. I was such a fool 
Bay Church podcast. For other sermons, videos, upcoming events, and more about our church, please visit southbaychurch.us. 